to you live from Studio 401. It's the Go Talk Podcast. <laughs> Live? Hey, bro, we live? We live. Hey, man, I think we live right now, man. Hey, yeah. I just want to thank y'all for tuning in to the Go Talk podcast coming at you live from Studio 401. What's good with it, bro? Man. How you, how you living on this good Sunday? Whew. Living good, yo. Although I had the weirdest <laughs> dream. Man, dreams do be weird. Hey, what happened? what happened? It felt so real, yo. Like, for some odd reason, I was on a cruise Hell yeah. with my homies. Then uh, I guess the, sh- the sh- boat was finna sink. Then we went home for nine months. Damn. So I guess I must have smashed the chick. Somebody had a on baby. the boat. We got her pregnant. Uh, had a but nine baby. months later, we got we on the boat again. Damn. <laughs> the same boat, and it's sinking, bro. Dreams be weird. Like I be having some weird, crazy ass dreams. Most of the time, the dreams I be having, I don't remember. Like I remember like the big, significant events, but like. Yeah. Uh, Small things, and I'll be trying to put it together. But like, as soon as I wake up, it's like my brain just forgets it. I'm like, Yeah, I know. I couldn't forget this one. I woke up in a panic. I thought it was real. Like, Dang, I'm a whole ass nigga. Well, yeah, dreams do be crazy like that for real. And I just, I've always like wondered, like, with dreams, like, do they have like what kind of meaning do they have? But I always try to search it and shit, but never come up with anything. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest, <coughs> after watching the Doctor Strange most person man, started believing. Like, when you dream, you kind of, like, see a different reality of yep. yourself. Yep. Like, you witnessing it, not necessarily walking it. You just see it. <clears throat> I yep. feel like that's what it is, yo. I, I can see that in a point. But, hey, let's on. Today, we're going to get into today's topic at hand. We're going to talk about the world on drugs. And, well, nah. We're gonna, we just going to be talking about drugs. And I feel we're going to talk about, like, the... Um, the positives, the drugs in all forms, and the, some of the all the different types of drugs, the negative connotations that come with doing drugs. It's like how for like the perception was like people like you do drugs and shit. Like yeah, they'd be like, oh, you do this nigga a drug head or something. Yeah, the kind of like that. And then I'd be like, so relating to my personal experiences here, some of your personal experiences, and talk about some of the positive side effects and stuff because drugs are really. I ain't gonna say all drugs, but most drugs are are, are good things. They're good inventions. And I'm guessing world. like the type of drugs we're talking about is like like we talking about like the coke, the, the meth, the heroin, the, not necessarily oh you taking a oxy or something. Like yeah, I was pain pillar or something. We can talk about that a little bit, but I was mainly talking about like the um, the good type of drugs like yeah, weed, weed yeah. Molly, acid, shrooms, yeah. things I've ta- uh, things I have done. That's, that's only a few of, a few of the things, but yeah, and um. And and then because it also is like drugs are all around the world. People do drugs everywhere, and it's like how it relates to music and mm-hmm. and some and, and some cultures <laughs> like they drugs do something different for them, or it means something different. Uh, yeah, I didn't even sports. know that. And and it was this also this um documentary that I crazy I seen this documentary. It was talked about some of the things we're gonna be talking about. It gave me a di- more of a different perspective because it kind of like things I already had thought about were like put together that would happen but this um documentary just mm-hmm. um, confirmed it so it's a hell of a, um it's a hell of it's like a little mini netflix docuseries i'll just check out what we're gonna get to, i'm gonna tell you about that later but yeah but before then what's, what's some new music you've been listening to listen to that beyonce album i heard some of it listening to my lady playing it but i was like i heard some I of tell. it this music is for like the vul- vulgar drag queen style music yeah, and she was telling me she'd been doing this since like 2020 or something. And I was just like, I can tell this album wasn't necessarily to to touch my heart. It was for yeah. that certain to me, like a Vegas strip style yeah. of music. I was, I really like couldn't even really get through the first full 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 um album first few times, but it's like, and it's uh, it's it's like the first. It's all right. I, I'm 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 still waiting to get my full opinion because I have to get through the full album but yeah. there was a few songs I liked but overall I thought it was just like a lot of pop like way way pop pop style Beyonce but it's mm-hmm. not really, I just well, I guess maybe I'm gonna just see how it ages and how, how I feel when I go back to it because a lot of times I'll be like album sucks at first I kind of go back to it I'm like oh, okay it's not it's not too bad so I'm gonna just wait <coughs> so yeah like, I'm gonna just song that uh that I had listened to, they had they had dropped it on Dolph's birthday. It's called Hall of Fame. It's a single. Oh yeah, it was, it was pretty nice. It was all right. 
it was you can tell it was like this is one of my last songs I recorded. Type yeah. Situation. yeah, damn. And it, it was pretty good. I liked it. It was just released. Yeah, it was um, released on his birthday. I think it was birthday was like Thursday or Wednesday or something like that. I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to check that one out. I didn't even know he released it, but mm-hmm. not really too much other notable new music that came out. <clears throat> that um, but yeah. Besides that, Beyonce. Yeah, um, the game keep pushing his album back. Oh uh, yeah, I was. Damn, you don't forget it's coming out when he dropped. That must be either a label pushback or yes, a label pushback. Damn, hate when that happens. Man, hate when that happens. But shit, let's go ahead. <clears throat> let's go ahead and dive straight in. Oh, my. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so like I said, it was like, you know how they say like weed is kind of like the um, gateway drug. Yeah. I, I would, I kind of see where people are coming from because, but for me, well, I'm gonna just say all the different kinds of things I have done, and you can relate to see if things you haven't done. That. <clears throat> so you both know we, <clears throat> you both know I smoke weed. Yeah. I did a little and smoked weed a little in high school, but I really, I really started smoking weed more when I got to college. That was like the first one I got like dumb, stupid, stupid high. high. Yeah, because like hot box, dumb high. Like, mm-hmm. like freshmen, like one of the first few days I got on the campus, like there was people I met freshman year. We, um, he was like hot box and some shit. And I'm pretty sure we was, that was like, it was like 2014. So I'm pretty sure we were smoking Yo, some Reggie. When was the first time like you rolled a blunt and how was it? First time I rolled a blunt, it was terrible. I know. It was terrible. <laughs> I thought, man, I had to get that harsh. I was like, at first, I thought I was doing pretty straight. I, I was nervous. Like, for the longest time, I would, like, ask people to roll because I knew I couldn't roll. But then I was like, I'm finally have to start learning. And um, and uh, I would, like, roll him synonyms. Like, I would try to roll anything, but I thought it would be coming out good. But they was like, people were smoking. I was like, nah, this is like, this is, I was like, damn. Yo, my first blended I rolled. <laughs> It was before college, and I was talking big stuff. I'm like, man, you know, I do this. Ain't nothing. I ain't oh, never shit. smoked a day in my life. Oh, yo. shit. I ain't know what I was doing. I was like, man, it ain't it's easy. All you got to do is this and this. And I was really imitating what Smokey was doing on Friday. Yep. Speaking, I knew what I was doing. Man, it was unraveling. Yeah. You really got to really tuck real good. That John was loose. <laughs> the weed was falling out. Yeah. I don't even know if I got hot. I wouldn't even, I couldn't have been high because when I got to college and I smoked somebody else blunt, they wrote, I was like, yo, whoa. Yeah, that's, this, this, that's, look at it. I'm like, what is this? That's so blunt, right? <laughs> but yeah, I, mean, I, I can relate to it exactly because. Like, I got a homie, they, him and uh, his best friend, uh, they had sat me down, my homie Ozzy, happy birthday to you, my brother. But happy birthday, bro. He, uh, they had sat me down and made me like watch them roll, and I had to roll every time we smoked. I was the roller to practice. They're like, yeah. nah, nigga, go practice. I was like, dang, y'all keep me on my own game. Yeah, for real. <laughs> They're like, hey, we ain't finna have no little, little skimpy loose plants and all the weed. Just, oh, yeah. All the weed just falling I used out. to not put put enough weed in there either. Yeah. And I'd be like, dang, that's not enough. They'd be like, bro, what is this? We got all this weed. We got this little skimp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is this little skim? But for real, but yeah, man. First time I was like, it was very. I'm definitely from where I got where I well first was when I first started rolling. First where I am now, definitely a major improvement. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad. I, I'm glad I made myself start rolling so I can learn mm-hmm. and not be relying on other people. But yeah, so um, let's see. I've the because me me personally being the person I'm luckily. I was able to meet some um, cool people while I was at um, school, and I've always been like open, to, like try different new things, type experiences. Mm-hmm. So like me, <clears throat> it was like a place we would when I was um, at SAU, a, a group of friends, place who um, stayed off campus, and uh, like I stayed, I hung out with them like towards like the last few years of, of my college, um, and yeah, they would always just be chilling there, smoking. Drinking pretty much every day, right. college vibes type shit. And then, yes, one of the days it was like one don't of the, go to class vibe. I get it. I get it. Yeah, we went. We went to class. We went to class. <laughs> we was first to leave the class or leave early just to come smoke and shit. But we went to class. <laughs> but yeah, it was like the first time, like, cause I was I was smoking weed, all, like I've been smoking weed, so it was like, um, I don't know how I got introduced to to it, but I guess it was just he was just like he he sold um acid he was just like it was you know how like lsd is like in like the little tab things yeah. it was like his was like he pretty much took everything from the tab thing and he put it onto like um 
like a Sour Patch Kid. That was the first time I, <clears throat> I had tried acid. And so from like, I went from like smoking weed to acid. And acid was the first like thing besides weed that I tried. And I fuck, acid is, acid is awesome. Like doing these, trying think different types of drugs, I was like, it gave, it gave me a new type of perspective. Like you see things kind of differently. And it's just like, it's all, you get like a nice, I got like a nice body high sometimes. You get, How was your trip? Did you get a trip from me? Yeah. The last time I, well, the last time I did acid, I was like two tabs of, it was like two, two I think I like took two and a half tabs. I was like, because we had went camping, I got on camping with some friends and that shit, that was, bro, I was tripping my ass off. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I thought was in the woods. Bro, it was like we was I was going to um yeah, we was camping we make we was going on a trip in the town until uh, like Dollar General, so it was like uh we was all like in the middle of nowhere, so going into the right. town was like a whole forty, like fifty minute drive in the town because it was like I don't know where it was in Arkansas, but it was somewhere there. Yeah. But yeah, and then so we was like got to Dollar General and that's when I got <laughs> I guess that's when I got to like peak tripping off acid and shit. So I was like <laughs> Bro, I was, bro, I was, um, shit, excuse me, bro. I was like, I was see, it was like things were like, if you have never did acid, it's hard to explain, but just know, like, you just see things differently. And it's like, everything just feels good. It's like, like the vibration. colors more pop out in nature. And it was like, yeah, everything is just re and like, bro, I'm telling you, like, <laughs> when I say I was tripping my ass off, it was just like, okay, because we had got to the Dollar General. So I was just like, I was seeing people, I was like, Cause like people could tell, like the, people, the friends I knew, they knew I was on acid, but the, the strangers and the stuff was working in the store. I think they just thought I was just like some weird nigga dude chipping and shit. And then I was just like, man, I'm yeah. And then I came outside and I was like in nature, but like it was a field, like off to like right next to the store. And I, for the longest, it looked like there was um a field of cows, but it wasn't. It was just a field, but it was just hella chippy. Bliss, <laughs> man. I was it was it was a hell, it was a hell of a good trip in like a whole lot of like the the sky and like the stars. Everything was all colorful and shit. So like, so have you had a bad trip from it? Nah, that's what I'm also gonna say. Like when I when I have trips and stuff, I usually you gotta make sure you're in like a good head space. I always try to be around cool people and people yeah. you trust with. And that's for the most for every time I did, I was always yeah, like that. Right and. Yeah, so I did like acid a few times. Shrooms I did once. I want to try shrooms again because I don't think I got the. Because I don't like mushrooms. And so, like, when I tried shrooms, like, it was like some friend was like, friend had homegrown some um, shrooms. Yeah. They're like, was selling them. But like, uh, I got like three grams of them. But I like, since I don't like the taste of mushrooms, it was like, you can make like a shroom tea. And so I did that. And I got like pretty much like a body high, but like nothing. Nothing really crazy happened when I when I did shrooms. So, yeah. But what? So what all have you done? If you so me, I am very generic in place. <laughs> I've done like I've just done weed. Like when I was in college, my friend he had me snort uh, uh oxy. I, oh. I want to call it an oxy. I think it was oxy. Like we crushed it and snorted. It. it was like a cold breeze yeah. through my face and down my body, and like. I was just stuck. That was that day we were stuck because we had also crushed it up and put it, laced it with the blood. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, the pool was cold. It was, like, it just was, like, had you stuck. Like, you were just sitting there just, like, just vibing out with the rest around you. Like, really, nothing, I don't think nothing could really bother me at the moment. Yeah. Somebody could have punched me in the face and I would You would have probably <laughs> felt it because you just out of there. You're right. Yeah, so I've done that. I've done wax. I forgot to say that. I've done a jab. Yeah. And that's that's really it. Like the dab, I would say the dab gave me my highest high. Oh, yeah. To where I normally I don't get paranoid when I'm high. Oh. But when I did a dab, <laughs> I got paranoid and shit. <laughs> and what's crazy, I was in the area where we're like, when no police lights around and nothing. Yeah. I was just chilling with my homies. <laughs> we was playing 2K. But yeah. all of a sudden, like it must have been halftime. The lights flashed. Uh, I was like, oh, what? Oh, oh, oh damn, oh. this the game. I'm, I'm, I'm tripping. tripping. <laughs> oh, I am out of there. I'm like, right here, get this controller. Why y'all got me playing this? Y'all knew y'all was going to beat me. I don't even want to play. I'm not even moving. <laughs> <laughs> that should be crazy. When you get three five-second calls on YouTube, oh, that's you, you know. need to stop playing. Yep. That's how you know, oh, damn, I'm just tripping. I'm just sitting here with a controller in my hand. I'm like, oh, damn, I thought you had the ball five times. <laughs> but, yeah, nah, that was the only thing. But 
I would say my my worst trip, I guess I was crossfade. I had to or something. I don't know what was up. But like I was so hot that I threw up. Damn. Ooh. Yeah, and I was like I was like, bro, this is worse than a drunk throw up. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I've never gotten too high where I've thrown up drunk I have, yeah. yeah. But, but like that that high when I was when I was high, I was like, I was like, God damn, bro. I was like, I feel sick. And I was blaming it on alcohol, but I was like, I had like one cup and I wasn't no lightweight. But yeah. I was, you know, I ain't no wasn't no heavy drinker like now. No. Like I just had one little drink. I can't be drunk. Yeah, it was it definitely probably was like if you smoke like too much. That's, I've never gotten. To, well, I feel like you can get to the point if you just like mm-hmm. smoke so much, like like damn, you can't get any higher, and you just like keep on smoking. I guess you just yeah, your body, your body just react weird to it. Yeah. That's how that happened to me. But yeah. that's, but my best trip, I guess, would say I was one night like me and my homies like we was just cracking up. You're like. Just have a moment with with people, and you just look at them, and you look at an area, and niggas just bust, bust out, out laughing. laughing. <laughs> like yeah. little dying rolling on the floor. <laughs> no joke was said. Yeah, then yeah. the sober guy in the bit in the room was like, "What y'all laughing at?" Yeah. And we bust out laughing at. <laughs> but that was some. That was like something that happened like the first time I smoked weed, and we was just like at somebody's um campus apartments, and it was like, "What are y'all laughing at?" We couldn't. We couldn't <laughs> yeah. say what you couldn't say because it was just. Something, something that was just so funny. It was just like how, I guess we was just, there's a hot shit we was on, so. We knew what was funny. Yeah. But we couldn't explain it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And everybody was there like, yeah, these niggas going off that, these niggas tweaking Dang. off that Reggie. I was like, Man, bro. Man, so homie. He thought we was on some practice something. Bro, for real. But, but yeah, so I've done like, um, you said which you did that, and I said I did weed, acid. Um, and shrooms. I also did like um, uh, perks and I did a Percocet tr- once and Molly once. Really, that's just like a body how you really yeah. just like be smashing all night or it really makes you like go all night rounds and shit all night. That's pretty much it. Was, it was like a good little, good little high, but something like that. It's just like, yeah. I want to try Molly once, but I'm me. Only thing with me with taking pills, yeah. I feel like what if I feel like I'm gonna be the guy to get the wrong, pill. yeah. That's why you gotta like. Whoever you get it from, you gotta like you gotta trust. Really you. trust them, yeah. Yeah. Like, like if I get the wrong pill, now I'm the OD guy. And yeah. Pill, yeah. Now I'm the crackhead or the dopehead. Pill. Yeah. That's why yeah. I'm like, all, thankfully, all the things I have tried have come from people I've trusted, and mm-hmm. nothing's bad has happened. <clears throat> so yeah, thankful for that. But yeah, and um, there's some other kind. There's other some like. Have you ever heard of ketamine? I've heard of it, but I don't know necessarily what it does. It's like for well, it's like a horse tranquilizer, which I don't. I guess it's like it's for horses and animals, but it's like it's 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 like scientists have done research. It helps humans and some people who have like a lot of these drugs, like acid and stuff. They help like with um. It's been like back in like since like the fifties. They've done research like they help people who have like anxiety, depression, because yeah. it just like because like taking acid is just like. It's just such a great experience. It's, I, was, I would just say you have to be in the right, right mind state. Mm-hmm. If you're like going through something, it's like you feeling bad or down or something. I wouldn't say do it because then your trip might reflect that. But if you're like just in like just a just pretty much everything is pretty much good for the most part. You got like got a little money, everything's good. Yeah. Blah blah blah. You just it's a good day, good good weather. You want to feel like trying some new things. I'd be like. Yeah, to see what because it just like gives it just gave me a new perspective on like yeah. life in general. I don't know. It just you just have to see it, try it for yourself. Yeah, because I got a friend <laughs> like they it was two of them. They were telling me their different trips. Like one of them never had a bad trip, but one said he had a bad trip. He he scared of spiders, oh. like terrified of spiders. And he was like when he was on his trip, like he thought the house was on fire and spiders was crawling down the walls. Damn. So he was wigged out, like Damn. he was throwing water on the walls. He was sliding, swatting stuff. It's like, bro, you got to chill. You got to chill. Yeah, for real. But to him, it was that was real. Yeah, everybody is like, man, they didn't, on they, my trip. Yeah, you know? they can't tell because it's it's everybody has their own different experiences, their mm-hmm. own things they see, <clears throat> and things I recommend. Like you, if if you do do this, do do. I said do do. <laughs> but if you um decide to, if you haven't and want to and did like an acid trip, because I've had like friends who've done it before, like they've always. Well, for the most part, I had a good time. The, the few friends I know that did it, but it's like have things to do. Like it's like some it's like some trippy movie you can watch. Like the Doctor, the last Doctor Strange movie. Um, mm-hmm. you seen? Remember they was traveling through like the different multiverses. Yeah. And, like, bro, if you would watch that and like Guardians of the Galaxy, like tripping, 
And like some old Disney like type movies, like um, The Wizard of Oz and some other ones. Yeah. <clears throat> if you watch those, like while tripping, it's just, like you see things kind of differently. And it's just like have like, bro. It was like we had. It was just like the good vibe. Like we had the vibe, the music playing different times. We were watching movies back in Devon, going to high school. Like, it was like this a good. This is a good overall day, and like yeah. also like try to get out and enjoy the nature because nature is enhanced how you see nature. Like just the how how you see like a basic tree, like you just see it just looks different, feels different. It's just like yeah. <clears throat> everything just it just feels better. So I if you if you are the curious type and are interested in trying new things, I would definitely say start off first with start off first with acid and see how you like that. Then maybe if you like that, you want to try like shrooms and stuff. Because the first mm-hmm. time, like, oh, you know the show Entourage? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, like, the first time I'd seen, like, a show where they, like, did shrooms. That kind of made me interested, interested, interested in taking shrooms. Because it was, like, they went, like, camping trips somewhere. Like, the Grand Canyon or somewhere. And I just remember they all just took some shrooms and they got, like, separated. And it yeah. wasn't, like, the Grand Canyon, separated, lost in the Grand Canyon in the middle of the night. So they was all had going through their own little different type trip. Mm-hmm. That shit, <laughs> yeah, that shit was wild. <laughs> but also, it's like, so we talked about, like, the the, um, the pros of, of doing drugs, which is pretty much, like, get a, a four-year-type of body high, enjoy new type of experiences. But there are also cons of, of doing drugs. And it's like, they can yeah. sometimes people can, like, do them too much. It's like, it's kind of like, um, like weed. If you smoke it too much, you won't get as high as often or, like, yeah, and then you'll look for something else to try to get you to get that high back. Because yeah. it's like a overdose. You can overdose, take too much over. You can mm-hmm. become highly addicted, like we were just saying, or they can get like some really bad shit. Um, I don't, which I really don't understand how how people how if you a seller, how you gonna, why you gonna sell some late shit like facts? Like what benefit do you get? Like out, for real, like you would if you sell something, no one's gonna people gonna hear about it. No one's gonna come back to you. So like, I don't know what the I don't know what the um. The effect of the why people why dealers who sell stuff end up doing selling all that shit because I guess because it may not affect they pre, a previous buyer like yeah. it would affect somebody else because some people bodies don't react the same as yeah that's a fact about it but they'll look at them like oh how was it oh this is the best high I ever had so they'll give it to somebody else thinking that this is I created something good yeah no not knowing that it could fuck them up too my thing is like let me know if you finna tamper with it. Hey, man, I put a little extra. Nah, nah, don't give me that one. Yeah. Give me the regular stuff. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, it's like, how we gonna relate this back to music? Because in music, especially hip-hop and hip-hop and rock and R&B, it's like, it's a, I'm gonna just go through a, a, a few lists of celebrities have, who I know who have died from being overdosed. We're gonna start it off with like, DJ Screw, he um, overdosed on uh, uh, he had like the too much dirty sprite, which also nothing we didn't mention. I haven't, I haven't no, tra- drank sir, um, yeah. codeine. That the double, ooh, ooh, can't talk right now. <laughs> I haven't, I've, I have people who have tried like codeine that mix it up with the dirty sprite and yeah. just like sip, sip lean and stuff. But me, I personally I haven't tried. I would try, but I just know that when you do that, you just like everything moves hella slow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and some great um creations came through slipping lean and shit, but. Yeah, DJ Screw did that shit too much, mm-hmm. and that's led to his um tragic downfall. He overdosed from doing Pimp that. C. Yeah, Pimp C. Yeah, but it's also like uh, Mac Miller. He he was um his he was laced with some um fentanyl and and some other stuff from he had some some shit laced from his dealer, which is R.P. Mac Miller. Cause mm-hmm. and that shit. This is why like laced drugs, man. Just this is why like you have to trust who you're getting it from. To whoever, whatever kind of drugs you get from, so like, you know, you know, they wouldn't sell you like no type of lay shit. Cause thankfully, it has, hasn't had, I haven't had to encounter anything with like lay shit or nothing like that. But it's like, it's, it's a handful. I only wear like, I only wear like a, a few of the people that I, the notable people, like DJ Screw, Mac Miller, Juice Rody overdosed on <coughs> Oxy and Cody, even though he had a whole lot of, other drugs. he had a whole lot of, he had like a suitcase full of weed next. So, but yeah, so he like, but his music reflected. Yeah, and he, I, in my opinion, like his type of music, like you would had to be in that type of high trip, yeah, to really vibe and feel what he's really saying and how yeah, his he, music is. The Juice Roll had some, pretty much. He was like the 
up and coming, like the new school type airwave of rap music mm-hmm. was like the Juice Rather. You got the Trippy Reds and the mm-hmm. XXX Tessancy. Um, I always butcher his name, but that guy and um, it's some other people. But yeah, it's like yeah, that that dark that dark um, I wouldn't say God type rap, but it's just like dark that dark rap. But still, yeah, Juice Rather was a help help. He was like the best at bringing like making. He pretty much made good music with that fuck. Trippy Red made good music too, but yeah. And then there's also um, Pimp C, like you said, he overdosed from codeine and promethazine. Uh, Michael Jackson, he was like, his doctor was writing him, this, yeah, his doctor was writing him um, bad or something like that. But do you remember where you was when when you heard about Michael Jackson who that had died? Because I remember everything that, ever, that happened when I found out. I don't even remember. I just, I remember it was summertime, or uh, just came swimming in the neighborhood pool, and then it was just like, uh, was that one of my mom's friends' house or something? And then it was just like, and they found out Michael Jack, Michael Jackson had died. It was like the king of pop. It was just yeah. all over the t- all over the news, all over everything. I was just like, damn. Only thing I remember, I just know he was in the middle of, you know, of a tour. <coughs> he was in the middle of his his last tour, and his oh, craziest tour was called "This Is It." Damn. Like, damn, I didn't know that. Like, that's just wow. He was in the middle of that. For his last tour that he was ever gonna do, supposedly, but he was—that's just what he called, and that was literally his last tour. Like he didn't even get to do his big tour, like even the um, documentary on yeah. it, the video on it. It's just—it's showing every little scene that would have been in the show, but as the practice, it was never Damn. the real, the last show. Damn, that shit crazy. Yeah, so right. it's kind of like his life was incomplete. Yeah. Like, he left us incomplete with greatness. Man, he was a hell... Bro, he was coming from Jackson 5, the band group, to his own individual success, and mm-hmm. King of Pop, for real. That's crazy. That was like, and then it was like how... It was It was all because of his doctor was overdosing him on, on pills and stuff he shouldn't even have been taking, which is really terrible thing. Like, it's, as a doctor, how you gonna give your patient, especially a patient as famous as Michael Jackson, Overdosing on drugs. I don't. I don't. I, I don't see what pe- the purpose is in overdosing or selling laser. Got my own conspiracy, man. But hey, I'm always. And what's the conspiracy? Like my conspiracy with that is, they allow Michael Jackson to so-called overdose himself because of the the situation that was going on with the children. Oh, uh, yeah. There was that um allegation. The, the allegations of him touching children. Yeah. And Mike, once Michael Jackson started rehabbing himself in that area and started straying away from it and started being more into his music, more about his family, once yeah. people started changing from the narrative that the media gave you, all of a sudden, yeah. they pass. Damn. It kind of, it's kind of make a point because media does control the narrative. It's like people are so quick to believe the first thing they hear just because it comes from, like, the news. Like, you, got, you can never – but I've learned you can never be, like – is that there's definitely a media, especially around certain, if you're famous and stuff, like, that first, people put, 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 put out something, it might not be true for, completely all the way, and that's, but that people are going to believe it all the way, because it just comes mm-hmm. comes from a news source, but, yeah, and then y'all, you, did you see that um, documentary about, like, Welcome to Neverland or something like, it was something. Yeah, something to try to make him look like, yeah, he's gone, like. Yeah, and I was just like. But that was during that whole R. Kelly era, they were trying to make, the yeah. money off of trying to expose our yeah. artists in the world. Yeah, and it was like, and then it was just like how we, even the dude from Home Alone, um, they said Michael Jackson had a little proper relationship with him, but even he even came out and said, um, Macaulay Coffin, I don't know exactly what he said, but he was like, nah, that didn't happen. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> see, it's kind of just like, because after that, after that, after, after that documentary was released, everybody was like, <clears throat> whoa, this man, Michael Jackson was like, uh, Complete pedal and touching on boys, it was, but it was also like, um, remember that song Eminem did? I forgot the name of the song, but he kind of threw like references at my, uh, making fun of Michael Jackson. This is when I was in like middle school, but I never really. It was apparently it was like the kids jumping. I don't know what movie. Mo, ooh, I don't know what music video it was, but yeah, I, I remember hearing about that, and it was like I ain't never heard of nothing like that until the next thing I heard about him referencing that was like the Welcome to Neverland but she, you never know I was like mm-hmm. I, cause it's just like all it's all I don't want to be like the type to not believe the victim but it's like all hearsay she said and it's like why would you wait so why would you wait like way after he died and then to to to, to, to tell your story it's mm-hmm. like 
He's already making profit from it now. Yeah. It's That's just, how I seen that. That's why it was hard for me to believe. Yeah. Even though, yeah, I was one of the people that made little, little jokes here and there yeah. just to play around. Yeah, it was like you're young and you don't. Yeah. yeah. You really just do what you see adult, other adults do. Yeah. But in my head, I still was like, man, people only really trying to say something because now they can profit from it. Because yeah. you said nothing while this man was alive. Yeah, I, I never really they heard no those scandals. And then when he did defend himself, he had proof. Like, I never did anything these people. I have, like, yeah. beds and, like, with IVs and heart yeah. monitors for these children that I allowed to come see this wonderful land I made for them. For yeah. Them. Like, he was the reason Make-A-Wish was as big as it was. Oh, shit. I didn't even know that. Like, he, he literally created his home. Not necessarily just for the children, but mainly for sick children. Oh, uh, okay. Children that'll never be able to go to an amusement park. Yeah. I really just, yeah, what are you finna say? It's hard for them to go to the zoo, yeah. interact with animals. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, because his, his house had a whole bunch, it was like, like a kid's, um, I would say, but it's like a kid's um paradise, like mm-hmm. Disney Rub, but owned by, like on a private land. But yeah, it was like, I really just think he like, because he had kids himself, so I really right. just think he just loved kids, like. There's nothing wrong with actually like loving kids and one of the things about he never got to be a kid. Oh yeah, he sure didn't. Damn, because he was a superstar from like what seven, eight, no, years five, ago? six, seven. Yeah. Like since he was, so fresh he out never the room. got to go outside ride his bike, hang oh. out with friends. And then his parents, bro, I know you heard about yeah. his dad. His dad, dad Joe, was a man. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> he was a menace, bro. He was. He was. Bro, this memes to this day. Talking about yeah, whooping his kids his, and shit. He his children to success. Man, like, and Michael Jackson, I think, got it the worst because he knew he was the star potential of yeah. Michael Jackson, and he was a he He's was a, the face of Jackson Five, and then he mm-hmm. just transitioned from Jackson Five to his own individual success and all that. So yeah, it's really just crazy. So my guy really never got to be never got to be a kid. Then he was also manipulated by Diana Ross as a young kid. Damn, also. Like you can you can even see it in some of the movies, like how Michael Jackson will always linger around her. Like the song Dirty Diana. Yeah. Some people say, Oh, oh. that's not about Diana Ross. Yes, it is, sure. Oh. Cause, Cause she she manipulated him, made him feel made him feel important and good and made him feel wanted. So when he was around her, like I I'm pretty sure she called a touchdown. Like I and I repeat her, no disrespect to Diana Ross. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure it, like he was manipulated and, and uh, he basically did what was done to him what R. Kelly was doing to these girls. Damn. But he just so happened to already have been a star and now yeah. he's bigger than Diana Ross. Damn, that shit is crazy. I, I just thought Dirty Diana was about some um, some groupie he met on tour who was just fucking everybody. No, nah, me, I, I always had my theory that it was about Diana Ross because it made too much sense. He was always up her but he always wanted to be around her. He couldn't keep his hands and eyes off her. Like he did, he wasn't. He didn't want to do the whiz. Damn. But Diana Ross asked him to. He Dude, didn't hesitate. Yep. She must have that thing on her. Must put it down. Yo, gotcha. She had some beautiful children. Yeah, fact. She had that. Yeah, Tracy Ellis Ross and the actor from Ain't That Our Kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So damn, that is crazy. Learn something new every day. Yeah, that's that's because it was just because when you listen to the song, it's certain things that he's saying. It's like. He was in some line. He was like, um, "You made me believe in us when I was sitting in that room with you." or Something like that. It was. It's some line to where it just made me think. I'm like, man, that sound like Diana. Oh, <clears throat> damn, this shit crazy. <laughs> this is like mic drop blowing my mind. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, Diana. He he. That was that was one of them slick discs that didn't nobody really catch up yeah. on. Cause back then, one of my trying to find beef in between. Yeah, especially especially if it wasn't in hip hop. It's like yeah. he's a um, pop art, no, yeah, pop R and B type guy. So nobody, nobody's beefing in pop R and B for the most mm-hmm. part. And after Dirty Diana, you can start seeing the transition of Michael Jackson. Yeah, you start seeing him messing with his face a lot. Yeah, caring about his appearance a lot. Yeah, like, first I heard also like when he him like. Became kind of from like turned from like brown to white. It was like a skin disease. He also had. Mm-hmm. I also heard it was something else. Like he just got into like cosmetic surgery to alter. I don't know what it was. I've heard multiple things of how he became like how it was like how his skin changed from um going from like black to how he became like that white toward how he was like so pasty pale towards mm-hmm. the end of his career. And it's like you no know, song. They said the song Thriller was about him going through those changes. <laughs> Wow. So, yeah. I never caught that. I just thought that was just a Halloween special. Yeah, for real. I was like, damn. But, yep, R.P. Michael Jackson. And then that's also like, and he's not even, 
Well, it was a, <clears throat> doing this research. I found it was a whole bunch of uh, a whole bunch of celebrities. Um, Marilyn Monroe. Uh, this is just people I know off the top of my head, and some, uh, of course, some um, people who's in rock and roll. Like, I think um, Kurt Cobain did it. Yeah, yeah, Kurt Cobain. Yeah, yeah. And then like Jimi Hendrix, who had um, he overdosed from I don't know what it was. It's called barbiturates. I was trying to do a little bit more research on it, but like, yeah, I don't remember. I don't know what exactly that was. And then um, DMX, he um, yeah, he overdosed. I think he overdosed on cocaine. That's what sent him back to the hospital or something. Mm-hmm. Got some, got some bad cocaine. DMX. Not that's a, and that's, that's another conspiracy in mind. That's weird. Yeah, like DMX had all he had, like if you even look at the um, the Rough Riders documentary, he had got clean to do yeah. that that comeback show with them, like how everybody been doing those tours lately. And then all of a sudden, before it's time for him to go do his show, before he came back, he dies young. Yeah, I think it was like somebody somebody said he should do these, um, do these drugs or, or something. I don't know how he ended up relapsing. Because he was clean. I think he was clean for a minute or something. Mm-hmm. And then he just ended up back in the hospital. And it was like, I remember when he was in the hospital, it was like all, all of New York and everybody was, like, got up and prayed on. Um, outside of his hospital, they found out what hospital he was. And it was just. Hold hand, yeah. hold like a little prayer vigil and everything. I was like, man, it was just it's just weird to me how soon as soon all of a sudden people are trying to change their life, yep, and they're trying to make better for them. Like you can even hear, but then again, when people about to die, they start talking different. Yeah, like even in some of his interviews, he just man, I'm just happy to be alive. Thank God, I'm just happy to be here. I just want to take, I just want to cherish every moment I have left here. And this is weird. He never really was just that wasn't what he was always saying. And you could tell in every sentence he was trying to incorporate. Being alive and enjoying the time that he has. Left. Yeah, because like from like the first, remember the first time he on overdosed. Though, I remember it was like, um, I think he, I think he, he got like the first few times he like overdosed, like got some bad, like some late stuff or got some bad stuff from mm-hmm. a, a reliable, close friend of his or something like that. And it's like him being, it like affect his relationship with his children on early on and stuff from things I've heard. So it's just like for him to like, he got, he did end up getting clean once and made like a full recovery and everything. He like. It was like had some type of interview. He like he told people about his like road to recovery and everything. I don't remember the, <clears throat> the name of the documentary. But I just remember like some of the key points I remember hearing and stuff. So like yeah, like that was that was just weird to me. That always seems to pop up. And like even with DMX, like his his background story, like it's so dark. Yeah, like his mom used to lock him in a room in a dark closet. Damn. Whenever he wanted to do something or have fun or when he was having fun. Damn. He used to get beat Damn. by his mom. Like, that's just crazy. Like, you go through all that and become this success. Yeah. This major superstar. A lot of dark times, but that's, I didn't, that is crazy. Because they say he was fighting through that. He was fighting with that trauma his whole life. Like, if you ever listen to DMX albums, yeah. you listen to his songs where it's just the prayers. Like, he's letting that anger out in those prayers. Yeah. And he, he, that's why he said he prayed before every concert. And before every album, in his last song on every album, and at the end of his concert, he pray also. Hell yeah, I didn't that's know just, that. <clears throat> that's just cool how he how he did that. I and mean, he was really letting us know his trauma, but we didn't pay attention to yeah. it because we looked at it as just entertainment. Yeah, this always, some entertainers get it the worst because, like, the people just see them as celebrities, like, they go through their own stuff, probably even more than every, worse than everybody because the fact that they're celebrities, like, they get no. Imagine we get no privacy and shit. Like, go, everything we go through, it's like, damn, you see the paparazzi outside your crib. I'm like, man. I'll be That's like, like Michael Jordan. I understand why he smokes cigars before every game. I would have, too. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, because you think about it, like, when my, when Michael Jordan's dad died, they blamed it on his gambling. Because he got murdered. Yeah, yeah. Murdered. Yeah. They blamed it on his gambling, yo. Yeah. Like, I just won three championships. I am literally the lead, the face of the league. That's also why they said they made him, like, like it was like mob type related because like yeah. his gambling death was like he was think that was like the mob who killed his um who or something like killed his uh, who sent the hit out on for his pops because he he owed the mob or somebody like a lot of type money yeah that ended up causing him to just go to baseball and then eventually came back to yeah. baseball. Then again, basketball. I also have a theory about that too. because you know what they say about how to get into the Illuminati and that's how you get ultimate protected. Like sacrifice. you gotta sacrifice somebody. Oh shit, that could possibly be because. Uh, <laughs> I believe it. Hey. I got theories for a lot of celebrities because they name what well, they 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 convert. Yeah. After a certain death, like before um, Kevin Hart's mom died, he was his jokes was for us. Yeah. When his mom died, 
his jokes were no longer for us. It was more in the lines of a mainstream. Mm. Kanye West when his um yeah Kanye when, when after Kanye grandma mom, died I think this is his mom this is his mom well, after she passed I was like man, that's what I'm saying like he he, he transformed to a different totally different person yeah I've always had my theory like as soon as somebody died close to them they be, they success is different they music or they yeah they just like, entertainment is very very different at yeah moment. and I was like man and he had a Kanye's relationship with his mom was like really really close mm-hmm. I don't know if you seen that Netflix um Jesus um. The the Netflix they made about Kanye yeah and everything from like his rise from start from start from nothing to where he is now and everything mm-hmm. like fucking but yeah it's like I always I, I didn't know how close I didn't realize how close it was until I seen that documentary but yeah so like a lot of stuff with I was just like he was just ever since his mom died he's just been on like a downward spiral mentally because like so it's just like damn and a part of me feel like Dr Dre sacrificed Easy E in a way. Yeah, I've heard. I feel like he fed him too, uh, Suge Knight. Because uh, even in the interview that Suge Knight was in, he was like, "You can inject somebody with AIDS." Yeah, I, like, I think it was on like a late night with um Jimmy Fallon or yeah. somebody. He was like, like, "Yeah, you can inject people with AIDS." Like, yeah, I, that's I, I easy eat them. And then it was like somebody after he, he said something so slick on the line, but it was like made the um I think whoever was doing the interview on like the late late night TV show, he just looked yeah. at him like, "Yeah, that's just, that's that. crazy." <laughs> Because after Dre got done with Easy, yeah, Dre ended up leaving Death Row and became yep. the Dre that we know. Yep. And that's just it's just it's just weird how that balanced out. Because how did how is it that Easy a wife and kids didn't have? It? I'm pretty yeah, like, sure who, he was smashing his wife. Yeah. Who did he get it from? Like yeah, because it was pretty much like there was like I've heard conspiracy theories too. Like um, Suge Knight got it from like some homeless man or something and. I don't know how he injected it, but you remember seeing the movie, it was just like, he yeah. was just playing music, and then they all was coming back together, like the whole interview was coming back together. He started playing the piano. He, he had, Yeah, he had the, he was noticing the effects before then, mm-hmm. so it's like, ain't no telling how he got it, but then and he just, it was like, damn. I was like, damn, that shit's crazy. And I feel like people, that's just, that whole, uh, like, sacrificial thing is just wild to me, and I don't mean no disrespect to, like, nobody or anything, or trying to say that people killing off their family to be successful. Yeah. And not trying to disrespect they did, because it could have just been, like, they, they family just passed. Yeah. And I don't want to hurt nobody. Like, even, like, the Bum B and Pimp yeah. C. Like, <laughs> people could say, oh, Bum B sacrificed Pimp C, but what did Bum B gain from that? Yeah, nothing. nothing. Yeah. If anything, it was like, yeah, it was that whole UGK. It was like, they still, I mean, Bum B still, still making music and stuff, but, like, after mm-hmm. Pimp C died? Yeah, Pimp C was they. To me, Pimp C was the best of the Yeah, group. he was, He was. I think he was like the founder and everything, mm-hmm. but man. Like some people say, oh, Master P sacrificed C murder to go to jail, to be in jail instead of dead, and that's why Master P <laughs> is who he is. Damn. That's why he got quiet success. Cause we don't. Yeah, we don't hear it. Like, like the average person Jay-Z. should actually look up to Master, Master P. P. Yeah, cause he was in the league. He was, he, like, he literally music. got it from the mud. Yeah. He was yeah. the first pe- person to get guaranteed Master, like you get, I got my masters. Yeah, he's like and he he, get, he owns all the revenue from his music, mm-hmm. uh, which is crazy. And we we laugh at him though. Yeah, but well, he he can he 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 dropped. Well, he got the rap snacks. People uh, don't even realize that's him. I don't even. Yeah, I don't even. Damn, rap snacks is his. Then the new the noodles with uh what's oh, his yeah. name um uh, dang what's his name E forty on there oh like. That's all Master P. Yeah, he he got he's he be in his bag because he also it was also he also played in the NBA with a few mm-hmm. different teams. He was like working in like an executive or something with music, like not directly making music, but like but yeah, now yeah, he's very successful. He lived the hood dream in yeah. three different ways. Yeah. Like that's crazy. Yeah, he was the he was the king and not the king, I wanna say king. But he was the drug the drug yeah. he sold the drugs. Then he yeah. became the rapper. Then yeah. he went to the league. That's what Literally all young kids from the hood wanted to be yep, yep, yep. either a drug dealer, rapper, or athlete. Yep, that's, he did like all three, yep. and he's on and he was on TV. Yep, all on TV with it, and he's still and he's still making. Yeah, like because nowadays you think of like moguls, you think of just like Jay Z, Kanye, Rihanna. Like you just hear him a lot in the news. But yeah, like, we hear more about and Michael Smith about Jay Z. Yeah, I'm dev- that's where I forgot the whole Illuminati and everything. He he even talks about the Illuminati on some of his songs. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm definitely believing. Like Jay-Z's to me, I feel like Jay Z sold out. Um, Suge Knight, Dame Dash, and uh, dang, it was one of the person because it was three of them, and they all was trying to make their own distribu- distributor. 
They wanted mm. to get their own distributor, so they didn't have to keep going to university or uh, property. Okay. They didn't want to have to sell their stuff to be sold out for them. They wanted yeah. to do it themselves. Yeah. But my theory is that Jay-Z sold them out and told, like, I guess, allegedly told, like, feds to investigate where their money Damn. came from. Because if your money wasn't necessarily legit, clean, if it's not clean, yeah, they go, they, they ain't gonna take, they gonna let you do it. But so instead of them being able to put their fifteen million that they was up front into their distributor, yeah. they had to put it into their lawyers. Damn. So you broke, they broke their pockets and injuries. That's why we don't hear about Suge Knight really, even though Dame Dash is still involved. But they had to get back cool. Yeah, like they they recently came to like they had it with people for a minute. They were like, okay, this. I don't know how they did, but they. Put their differences out of something like that, but I heard about that recently. So yeah, that is crazy. Yeah, damn. So, I feel like Jay Z said, "Okay, well, I'm gonna get this white money since y'all niggas want to do y'all own." And now Jay Z, Jay Z do got the power. You can't. It's hard to hate on it in a way, but it's like, dang, they, the you could have let us have. Something. Yeah, like for real, you ain't gotta be gre- like gre- greed, man. Yep. But they let them let you got your money. Let them try to get that. But I was like, that's fucked up. Because have you ever noticed, yo, when B and J, when they accept an award or something, they never really say, thank God. They always say, I think the stars would align for me. Oh, I ain't, I ain't. The universe was blessing me. Damn. They never necessarily say God or Jesus or any like any type of religion preference. But yeah, because it's like Freemasons. I don't know if Freemasons is a, a different kind of thing of Illuminati, but mm-hmm. I know Freemasons exist because one time, pretty much there was an actual Freemason who said, it was like, yeah. It's a thing, but I don't know. He did, he didn't talk about the process and anything becoming. Yeah, yeah, they that. can't. Yeah, they can't. Yeah, like my auntie, she's one, and she's like, "If you're ever interested, just let me know." And I was like, "I just you know, I, like, I think I'm, I'm good on all that." Yeah, yeah, I'm good on all that. It, it sounds stuff. very culty to me. First yeah. of all, in a way, religion is culty to me. In yeah, a way. but then again, it could be a meditation for people. I can expand on that. So like. So, like, the practice of meditation is basically feeling at peace. Yeah. Feeling good and um, being centered. Okay. So, to me, religion is the guideline of rules. Like, to make you feel like you're being a good person in the world. Okay. Yeah. So, it's a practice. the practice of feeling accomplished and good and accepted. Okay. Yeah. That's why. Because that's why. That's why. I feel like that's why so many different religions. Yeah. Like, you got, you got the Buddhists. You got the Muslims. You got the... Um, even even some atheists practice certain religion yeah. um, acts acts. Religion is just a whole other. It's a whole. I have my own views on religion, things that I like and dislike. But yeah, that's a, that's another episode. Because what is cause some? I can't. I don't. I don't. I don't want to mess up their religion name. But it's a religion that smokes a type of hookah, like a tobacco, that makes them feel like they're connected um, with the spirits. So yeah, I think of some Bob Marley. Um, the one Bob Marley was in, like they said, they mm-hmm. the reason they smoke weed is because they get closer, feel like they get closer to God. Yeah, I think it's called Rast. Uh, I don't know if it's called Rast- 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 Rastafari's or yeah, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know if that, but yeah, I've heard I have heard that, and that's why, like, yeah, and that's back on the drugs. Like some people do their drugs because of their religion. Like it's some cultures in uh, in ah, dang, it was the they was in there in the Hangover, the third one. Ooh. Uh, Bangkok, yeah, the, um, it's a certain religion, but they do meth. Oh, but the but the meth to them puts them in a certain state. Yeah, it's like to practice their religion. It's probably like they get probably like better. Like when you think of maybe you just think of like some shooting. Yeah, around. see, that's they all probably, I think of. Somebody they, told me you can smoke meth. I'm like, yeah, you can smoke yeah. meth. I didn't know you could do that. They probably yeah. Uh, they probably like do it have different ways to do different things because like, no, it's not meth. It's heroin. My, I oh, call it. it's heroin, it's, not meth. Yeah, but same. Yeah, same type of family, but yeah. Those things I would never do. Yeah, I can't. I just, I just can't do the shooting to me. Up. Yeah, yeah, I would never. Especially it's like you go over these, like do run wrong thing. You fucking ODing or your arm fall off or something. I'm like, yeah, bro, I'm good. I'm, you, you yeah, to, I got tattoos, but I don't really fuck with injection. Yeah, so well, you gotta like get something to wrap around your arm, get that vein popping, then mm-hmm. be sure you get a a nice clean needle just to get a little. I'm like, yeah, bro, that's doing too much. Yeah, if I can't just roll it and smoke yeah. it. I don't need it. Yeah, definitely. Or if I had just put it on my like a little tab on my tongue, it's it's doing too much. Yep. I'm good on it. But we have a but we gonna connect um we, we gonna connect to some other things, but before then we're gonna do a little song of the day. We got a little bad, two bad. two time song of the day. My song of the day is Land of Honey by Flying Lotus featuring Solange. And this is a good song I listen to and I like it's pretty much when I'm like come back home from work, whatever, I'm chilling, robbing, smoking. 
So uh, yeah, see if I like this little clip. Enjoyed that little clip. Make y'all, um, if y'all haven't heard the song before, it's called Fly, "Land of Honey" by Flying Lotus. Yeah, and we, as y'all know, I am the old head. <laughs> yeah, go and ahead. I have to always time travel. Yeah, yeah, I might keep up with the new stuff, but I got the time travel. And this that, is my song. Play that for him. Oh, it's that old score. Like you had to be yeah. drunk or high. To say what he gonna say when he come up, and that's a great, great segue to the next. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta be out fishing, doing something. Cause he says, "This is this classic." Growing up, it's old school parents, man. All they played is that old school R and B. So all I knew is that Al Green, that Marvin Gaye, the Temptations. Yeah, that Stevie Wonder, yeah. <coughs> everybody in between. Whitney Houston, OJ's, yeah, yep, the Tales. We got it, man, for <laughs> real. That old school R and B, but yeah. That, speaking of, because it's like I feel like with um, drug, like when people hear like drugs and stuff, and, like and artists and stuff, they just think it's like something modern, like how modern rappers only like the people, like the new age type rappers, or whatever. But like it, drug use goes back to the sixties and beyond, yeah, like in the seventies and eighties. All these Marvin, Marvin Gaye, all these artists you was talking about, they was well. Ray Charles was doing; he was shooting himself up. Yeah, Ray Charles shot himself up. North Coke, like yeah, like like they did these drugs to make these movies. Yeah, they, Marvin Gaye was on cocaine. I think it was yeah. cocaine, everything, and so yeah, it's not. I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like yeah. So it's it's been gone back decades. Yeah, but I feel like the overdose of us or the overusage of us. Using it now is because it's more involved. It's I feel like it's more glorified yeah. in our music because they never because the back then they never really sung about doing the drugs. Yeah, they you just knew they did it. Like, they just knew they did it. Yeah, because like but like now like a rapper gonna tell you yeah, yeah. I'm sipping lean yeah I'm Pop, a took popping, a Percocet popped a pill man yeah. future himself yeah. <laughs> tells you the drugs <laughs> yeah, he's, that he's doing yeah and how he getting to where he is yeah. so it's like. Dang, if I do that, I could fuck bad bitches too. Yep, or he just is the get certain type of feel of vibe or something you, a feeling you get. But like, yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, shit is it's really just crazy because it's like uh, I think like you know um, James Brown, he was the reason he got always had so much in it. He was cocaine coked up yep. all the time. Bobby Brown, <laughs> Whitney, Whitney Houston. Houston, like yep, they was boy, they you that's some terrible memes you see about that. <laughs> I'm like, bro, chill out. <laughs> Hell, hell, Ike and Tina, like, they did, they shared drugs, yes. but it's like, they never glorified it in the music, so we never, like, constantly yeah. had it in our ear. Yeah, it's just, and then it's like, rock and roll musicians. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. definitely was. They boy, did they, it on the stage. They, boy, they snorted cocaine off and stripped it. It's like a bag of powder in their face. I was like, yeah, they they really got to it. But mm-hmm. hey, man. <laughs> but I, wonder, I wonder what's worse, or what was more influenced was rock and roll drugs or our hip hop drugs? I think what was more influenced was, ooh, maybe both at the same time. Cause it was like, that was like a lot of the downfall of like artists, rock and roll, hip hop. Mm-hmm. It was, it's always because of overdosing on drugs, being addicted to drugs, even like the temptations. That was the, one of the reasons why they ended up breaking up. Cause I don't know who one of them got addicted to. Cause ain't nobody come to see you, Otis. Yep. They erupted. He was on drugs. Man. Talented. I mean, could. Seeing you under a chair, have you crying yep. to your mama? Yep. But because those drugs was infusing with his his ego, yeah, man, it, it ruined him. Remember, so, yeah. You remember seeing the Temptations movie? Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing it as a kid. I was like, man, this is like really. Before. I was like six, seven, or something. Mm-hmm. I really did. It was I think it was like uh, whoever was whoever a babysitter or something. Whoever was watching us or something. It was like for some. I don't know. He just put on the movie. And it was the temptation. He was like, "Man, what the fuck is this?" But it was. I'm glad. I'm glad I did see that movie because it like. I, think, I just remember, uh, one of the 
most um, scenes I remember the most is like when I was trying to figure out their um, name and it was mm-hmm. tossing the football. That was like there was at some type of talent show. It was like, what y'all gonna call yourselves? You're like, we don't know. <laughs> they just got to throwing the football around, and finally it was they were just saying some crazy ass shit, and then finally it was like. He was like the temptations, and I was just like, "Yeah." And I didn't realize I didn't realize how so I didn't realize how good they because I was just six years. I didn't know right, much. Right. So as I like got older and stuff, I just every time I like hear the temptations, I just think about the movie that was made about them. And right, right. Crazy. There was a lot of groups <laughs> that was formed, like music. Like being like you can tell that they was coming from a personal love. Like, like that's how I talk to people about. There's no really no love songs anymore. Yeah, it's a lot of breakup, yeah, heartbreak. or sex songs or heartbreak songs. Yeah, like it's either um, <clears throat> "Don't let that nigga do this to you" or "Ah oh, man, fuck this bitch." Yeah, we gonna move to the next bitch and fuck a best friend type yeah. shit. Like it's always it's like, that. Like, damn, like savage. Like the last love song I can like remember that was truly felt like a love song to me was like "No Air." With Chris oh, Brown and George, yeah. like, ah. man, that song, bro, that song right there, that they put some crack in that song. Man, that song there was, they was hitting new fucking no. It always made me think of that episode of the game. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, I know exactly what you're talking it about. Always bring that back, to bro. Me. I just be like, man, Melanie, boy, you finna walk into some shit, bro. man, bro. That, bro, like, like watching them um, the game. It also put me like, like, um, when Darren finna marry, um, marry Melanie, but then it was like, um. Well, his baby mama yeah, had a kid, a kid, and yeah. they was like playing that John Legend or, or some song. I was like, man, bro, this shit. And then they got married at the house. That was, see, that there solidified her as a trooper then. Because before then, I was blaming her for everything. Yeah. I like, everybody was blaming her. Darren, he kissed them, Drew, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah. what? She, go, she, has, she smashed his rival. Oh, yeah, she, yeah. You smashed the man rival? You know good where he don't like this dude. Yeah. And you smashed the rival? Boy. Then you get an abortion by buddy. Don't say nothing for many seasons. We damn. find out that's why you couldn't get pregnant. Man, I remember, man. I bro, beat them old BET days, man. That was crazy. I just want to be Durham so bad, yeah. <laughs> I was. He was the. Even though my name Malik, yeah, and the quarterback, quarterback name, quarterback name was Malik, and I played quarterback. Man, that, man Malik was man, funny too. I was too. in college and acted like Malik. God, <laughs> that shit. And then yeah, Jason, the cheap dude. Yeah, that damn motherfucker was so cheap. That's who was in my dream. <laughs> Yo, Jason was in my dream that I was talking about earlier, fam. Damn. He was sitting there in front of the glass window, letting the water, watching the water fill up, waiting for it to kill him. I was like, bro, I got to get out this dream. Yeah, this yeah, is I got to wake up or something. <laughs> but yeah, you know how you was like, um, as we talk about the last little segment, you know how you was like, you have your little conspiracies on, yeah. on like why, um, on certain things or like the Jay-Z and Lamonti, but like, because like, I watched this. This documentary I watched, the show on Netflix I was talking about, I alluded to, it's called How to Change Your Mind. And I came across that, I found, I, I seen it, I think it was just this Friday, yeah. Like a few days ago, I was just like, whoa, it was like a lot of things I had knew, like I had my suspicions about, it confirmed it. It was like, you know, about like the, because um, it's like, it starts off, it, it's, it gives good footage and everything about like how the um, effect, the good, how it was like when it was first being started, our scientists and researchers um, mm-hmm. to cure like anxiety, depression, a whole bunch of other type of mental illnesses and cancer and all that right. good stuff. And it was like acid, how acid can help. And um, <clears throat> and like the positive effects of in treatment and all that. And then it was it was like good. It started like in the 50s and like in Sweden or somewhere. I don't don't call me exactly where, but it was just like how it, how is from when it started and how the positive effects gradually and gradually. And then and like how, um, like the whole, you know, the whole war on drugs and how everything that all, when how I found out how that all started is like, you know, in like in California, like the seventies is like the the war we had with um, Vietnam and stuff, that Vietnam yeah. War. <clears throat> and they was shooting up our men, sending them back home. And they was and they was trying to and they was trying to get more um, people to fight for the war, but like a lot of it was like a lot of people in like California type area, they was like protesting the war, mm-hmm. and it was like. Cause it was like peace, not war type shit, and it was like, oh, so this is kind of all lines up, and then it was like the whole you had Ronald Reagan and um and um the Nixon president, they had to unleash the whole war on the anti-war on drugs, just because like people, this is like, so like people out in California, they was like they would do acid, they did acid a few times, and they realized like 
there is no need like pretty much having a war doesn't solve anything you know like the song like war what is it good for yeah it's pretty much that song just like and then <clears throat> it was like such a a, a, a revolt against because that's when i was like drafting people like 18 years old to right. tell them fresh out of high school like hey go get get this gun go fight in this war that's go the thing they, they was they was shooting our people up with heroin with uh yeah and soldiers. with syphilis like they was giving them syphilis so if they died they could did you blame it on that no 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 they no when they died in the war it can affect the other oh, soldiers damn on the other oh, end damn that's fucked up so let's say you didn't die you yeah. came back home with, with syphilis, syphilis. You now you're passing die. it to your people in your community me in my opinion my conspiracy i could be wrong somebody could correct me i feel like they did it to our black people more yeah you know in the 80s they had the whole the crack, crack epidemic community. and throw it to the black communities it's yeah. like but that, but that's the thing that came from being in that war because they shot them up with so many drugs to keep them awoke. Yeah. Because you think about it, cocaine and um, crack keeps you woke. That's why they call it like party energy, drugs. Yeah, energy, like energy boost. Yeah. So they shot them up with all that. So you send them home without that. So now they go find some yeah. some homegrown stuff. Yeah, lower here. quality stepped on. Yeah. And now, now they cracked the cracked up, breaking up blisters, getting yeah. all types of viruses and diseases. Yeah, and it's like. The whole, the whole, like pretty much, the whole rappers be like, "I'm an '80s baby born in the crack era." Yeah, I'm just like, man, it's just. People, That's like, why I'm, I'm really glad I wasn't in that era because I kind of have a addicting attitude, like a personality. <laughs> yeah. Because like when I first started smoking weed, like people say you can't get addicted to it, but you can get addicted. To you it. Can definitely. Can. You get you definitely get addicted to that high. Yep. Yeah, and like, I feel like I would have been one of those worst ones because I have that type of personality of addiction. Yeah. Yeah. And that's and I'm blessed, so blessed that I wasn't born in that era. That's yeah, why I'm so scared really. to do any type of other drug. Yeah, definitely. I definitely see where you're coming from. But like, yeah, well, like, well, you just like, for me, I just like, I know it's like, man, I can't do it too much because it's like, you can do it too much is like abuse. You just don't. You get a little high, but it doesn't last as long. So I was like, I had to learn myself. Like I, at times, I just be smoking like every day, but I had to learn myself to like pace myself and actually enjoy, it, get a nice high. And, now the time, now it's a lot of times. Most of the times, so uh, would be like fresh off right, you know, have a nice roll, blunt or whatever. But then time that's why I try to like do something after I smoke or while I'm smoking. Like I play the game, yeah, while I'm smoking because it'll give me a focus. Yeah, now nice. I, I don't even smoke my whole blunt anymore. Yeah, you it'd just be like half. half. Yeah. yeah, especially if you're facing the blunt yourself. Yep. <laughs> well, I'd be like, man, I'm finna space this because it's a time period. Like if I didn't do nothing, like I could, I could sit there and just smoke. Yeah, just all day if I wanted to. Yep, I could see that for sure. Then again, I'm just wasting weed because now I'm just keeping. I'm trying to keep myself at that super high level yeah, instead yeah. of letting my high maintain just, it yeah. and yeah. sit in exactly. It. Exactly. That's what I like. I just get a like nice little buzz. Just do whatever I do. Play them game, listen to music or whatever, and just try to like enjoy the high. And then yeah, because I remember the first time I hit a bone, I actually thought it was like some crack stuff. I'm like, bro, what the? Yeah, I'm be hitting this little glass, bro. What is nah, this, man? But I realized this. I was like, this is safe. This is the easier way. To, to yeah. save weed, yeah, and like give me a quick little hit, like a little, yeah. like a little buzz, a quick like hit. taking a shot or two, yeah, pretty much. And you get like all the smoke from you don't get like none of the tobacco from like a blunt, from, yeah. So it's like yeah, it's like bongs and little GB, like just have a great way to save weed and get a good high and everything. So mm-hmm. I definitely know what you're talking about. But yeah, man, that if y'all haven't seen that Netflix, it's a good. It talks about acid, shrooms, and hope, and a few other different types of drugs. I'm in the middle of the. Episode they talking about shrooms and pretty much, but yeah. So, if if y'all didn't get nothing else from this um from this episode, I just made you want y'all to like become a like if you if you're open to trying new things, I definitely recommend. But I would also say like try to find someone you know, someone you trust, and like uh, have like before you do like decide to trip acid or whatever. Even research like yeah. why you want to do it, like what it could possibly affect. How could it affect you? Yeah, like cause some stuff like if you're anxious and, ex- and like really got bad anxiety, yeah. or if you even got sleep problems, yeah, like some drugs may not be for you to yep. try because yep. you're not right in the right headspace. Yeah, definitely, I'll say definitely do your research, know what you're finna take. But me, thankfully, I've always like I just nothing. I never really had nothing like that. But um, yeah, it's just like always great, great times. So, so like, yeah, just um, do your research and. Trust the people, like, yeah, before I say trust the people you get it from, like, yeah, it's like, at least know them a little bit, see if they've done it before, see the, whatever, see if they do it with you, so, like, 
so you know it's like nothing bad. But yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, as we wrap up, like, anything you want to close out, let the people know. Man, based on this episode, young, stay safe. Facts. Keep the people that you trust around you with you. Yeah. Don't accept nothing from no stranger because they tell you it's good. Oh yeah, facts. And always protect your health. Yo. Your health is the most important. Protect thing your in the chicken. Protect that mental too. Facts. Mental health and everything. But yeah, it's like, hey man, always trying to close out with positivity and and um. <laughs> so yeah. Till next time, hey. If nobody told y'all, y'all they proud of you or they love you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you myself. I'm, whatever you're going through, whatever you're doing, I'm proud of you. Keep going. <laughs> Yeah, so until next time, signing out from Studio 401. We out. Peace. Damn, I kind of said that. You're listening to the Goat Dog Podcast. 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 Podcast.